Hello, and welcome to the Hey I Like You podcast with Becky and Martha. Check us out on Instagram at Hey I Like You underscore podcast. Thank you so much for listening. We're so glad that you're here. We like you and we love you, and we hope that you enjoy today's episode. Happy day, Martha. Happy day. Hello, hello. Hello, listeners. <laughs> What are well, our wiggles today, Becky? I have a list. <laughs> Jump into it. First and foremost, um, Aaron and JLo broke up. And for some reason, to me, that means love is dead. Do I follow baseball in the slightest? No. I think he was a Yankee. I'm not sure. Do I follow JLo <laughs> I in the no slightest? Idea. No. I just know she has a banging bod for someone in her... 50s? I don't I think know. Maybe I, she's in her 40s? And she's in her 40s? Okay. JLo stands, don't come for me. Baseball <laughs> fans, don't come for me. But for some reason, the fact that they have broken up means we are all doomed. <gasps> no, Becky, you were right. I was wrong. She's 51. What? See? Look, right? Look at that body. She's 51. Look at oh, her. She- I honestly make that make sense. She is one of the most beautiful people on earth. Like and ever since I was a kid. Dumped? Did he dump her? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Do we know these people personally? No. <laughs> no. Do either of us follow them even on social media? No. No. But when I saw that on my Instagram today, I was I was shocked and sad. Heartbroken. <laughs> like so. So that was my first wiggle. I wrote, love is dead. <laughs> kind of kind of feel like it is. Uh, second second wiggle is even heavier than that. I'm literally uh, tearing up as I read oh no. Um, everyone else is gonna be like, oh my gosh, Becky, we stopped watching Grey's Anatomy ten seasons ago, which like would make sense. Season seven, great time to stop. I'm mm. still watching Grey's Anatomy in season 17. <laughs> so many there. seasons. I know. Martha, you need to watch it. Just watch it all. There was there was a death today. And there's a lot of death in Grey's Anatomy. It's a miracle that anyone is alive in this show. <laughs> oh, it was like a top three death for me. I will post the photo when our episode goes live because I sent a picture of my face to my friend. There's a teardrop rolling like on my nose, like right in between my two nostrils. Like you can see this teardrop hanging on my nose. And then you can see a teardrop hanging on my chin as it's about to fall off. I was sitting there just sobbing. And I wouldn't have even known to watch it because I wasn't aware that it had come back. Like for its, they did like a winter finale. And so now it's like the spring premiere. Um, I know, right? Sounds like a fashion label. But dad called today and he's like, did you watch Grey's Anatomy? Oh my gosh, Becky. Oh my gosh. I'm like, dad, what? No. I didn't even know your dad watched it. Dad doesn't watch Grey's Anatomy. That's what's even better. (sighs) He's like, oh, I'm seeing it all over the news updates today online. You know, people are just talking about Grey's Anatomy. So I was like, okay, dad, tell you what, I'll watch it and then I'll call you. That is so funny. (laughs) So then I watched it and I called him and he's like, so how was it? Was it a good episode? And I was like, Nance and I have never cried that hard. I have not cried that hard in a year. Oh my gosh. Well, what happened? So I gave him a scene by scene breakdown (laughs) of the significance of the episode. You guys really are best friends. It's so sweet. We really are best friends. (laughs) So wiggle number two was um, I thought of it and I thought I was really funny. And so I tweeted 
uh, wow, my seasonal depression wrapped up just in time for my Grey's Anatomy depression to begin. <laughs> I'm like, the sun is shining and it's beautiful out, but there oh. is death everywhere. So sad. I honestly, I think I've seen ooh, maybe three episodes of Grey's Anatomy in total. So I feel like if you liked Vampire Diaries, you would love Grey's Anatomy. Would I? Okay. The only correlation is that they both have drama and sex. <laughs> Lots of people die. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, one's about vampires and werewolves and hybrids and witches one's about doctors <laughs> surgeons well, that's it. so the ones i've seen i've seen there's like a bomber in the hospital mm-hmm. pink haze maybe yeah yeah um so i saw that one and i saw the one where there was like a fairy wreck and there's a bunch of people dying in the water and someone needed like the pressure in their brain to be relieved yeah. yeah so they drilled Izzy a hole Stevens in his head had to do burr holes yep i saw that one and then a third one i accidentally walked in on while my little sister was watching and some dude was getting his leg amputated and i'm like wow this is incredibly uh graphic <laughs> well i'm telling so... you here and now martha watch it All it's right. great it's you got 17 seasons you have so much time that's true i think you and logan logan used to watch it with me when i'd be watching it in Shawnigan. I he like didn't love it, but if it was on, he would like sit there and uh-huh. I think he would like squirm and he was uncomfortable. Sure. But like it could be you guys could enjoy this together. Make it a couple thing. Okay. <laughs> Wait, we'll look into it. What's it on? Is it on Netflix? It's on Netflix. There's 16 seasons on Netflix. Wow. That is still yeah. so many seasons. <laughs> cool. But it's so good. <laughs> Okay, I'll, I'll keep you posted if we do start watching it. Okay, thank you. And uh-huh. I just have a few more wiggles because, like I said, today, other than the fact that I was crying for an hour uncontrollably after watching Grey's Anatomy, Grey's Anatomy. my day has been, like, pretty good, and I just had a lot of things I wanted to get off my chest. Good um, Next on the list is I'm trying something out tomorrow. I wrote Sims Saturday hmm. because tomorrow is a day that is gonna happen whether i want it to or not saturdays come and just another saturday in covid just feels like too many saturdays in covid yeah so i was like what if i just ask people on my instagram to plan my day for me so i was like pick what i eat pick what i wear tell me what to do and so i have an outfit selected already i have activities that i have to finish i have things like someone was like you have to listen to a lizzo song every hour on the hour like yes please of course (laughs) And then they were like, you have to wear this or that. And you have to eat at a new restaurant. Someone's like, you have to try five types of cheese. So I'm really excited to just like have a new day. A totally, a day that's totally out of my control. Sounds kind of fun to me. That's super fun. Yeah. And then report back on that next time. I will. I will report back. And then I just have like two other short things. Um, So there's this like app that came out last year it's called clubhouse i really want to get you on it martha but unfortunately it's only for iphone users right Uh, now yeah but my friend yeah you have an android (laughs) um hey i like my android (laughs) my friend tash my aussie friend that one day will get on here when we figure out time zones and i can organize it Uh um she's just like a badass she's confident she's funny she's self-assured she's starting a swimwear line for girls with big boobs like she's just she's doing all the things and so she invited me to join Clubhouse because she wanted to, like, have talks on, like, confidence and, like, how to encourage confidence. And, like, she calls it the practical side of confidence. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't, like, totally understand Clubhouse. But what I do know is you can, like, have a club, like, a room, essentially. And then okay. different 
forums and discussions will happen within your club and so as me just like a member I just go and I join clubs that sound interesting so there's like one for entrepreneurs there's one and it's like love yourself like women empowerment and I'm like yeah those sound like discussions I'd be interested in having so I like join Mm -hmm. them and then she like has her own club now and I don't even know how to do that but she did it and I was like girl look at you go so I'm trying to get out the wiggle that like girls accomplishing things is is always exciting and I love that for my lady friends so cool and then the last one was just anytime someone texts me to be like, hey, I listened to an episode or hey, like my friend texted me today a picture of her newborn baby. And she's like, just listening to the podcast on my walk. It's so fun. And I was like, oh, my gosh. That's so nice. Cool. Yeah. So I just wanted to say the last wiggle is to you guys, the people who listen to us talk once a week. <laughs> Aww, love it. Thanks, guys. Um, okay, Martha, I have a lot of wiggles. Did you have anything to share with the class? Well, I feel like maybe one, because actually my list of things I like for the end of the episode was quite long. So I'll tag one to the to the top of the list, um, just so that the end is a little bit shorter. I'm glad we can balance it. Because I'm like, <laughs> honestly, I don't know what I like right now. I just had a lot of wiggles. I haven't thought about what I like yet. Good one. I'll have the tail end. <laughs> okay. Um, but no, today uh, there's an Instagram account called Upworthy, and if you don't follow them, you should. They're just really like positive and fun. And mm-hmm. so today, one of the things they posted was like a a copy of um, I don't know, like I'm not on Twitter, so I don't even know what it's called. But like Twitter feeds, is that what it's called? Am I a thousand years yeah, old? Yeah. Like, okay. Like a thread, <laughs> a like thread. a conversation of people responding. Oh well, mm-hmm. it's actually it just seems like a series. So apparently, <laughs> a thread. Yeah. Okay. Tony Hawk has a bunch of posts <gasps> about um, yes. being asked if he's Tony Hawk. <laughs> yes. And okay. It's so I funny. Saw... <laughs> no, it's it's actually hilarious. I saw that like BuzzFeed made a listicle a while ago about that, uh-huh. like where they just had all of his tweets. And I sent it to Tina and Tina. So anytime I see it now, I like anytime I see those tweets from him, I just send them to her because I know that she likes it. And now I'll just start sending them to you because, yeah, I started following him on Twitter just to read them myself as they happen. And there was one most recently where he was paddling out in Hawaii. And this one guy said, hey, do people ever say you look a lot like Tony Hawk? And he's like, yeah, they do. And he goes, you should just like sign his autograph then and like get money from it or whatever. (laughs) And then his friend goes. That is Tony Hawk. <laughs> yes. Um, and then one of my favorites about Tony Hawk that he didn't tweet himself, someone I follow on Twitter said, when I raise my kids, oh, flip. I can't remember. She was like, I'm going to teach them three things. One was like, I don't know, like that their body is for them or whatever, mm-hmm. like an actual like empowering yep. thing. Um, and then they were like, and the second one is what Tony Hawk looks like because we don't embarrass each other in this family. <laughs> <laughs> And I was like, I love that it's just such a thing. Like, it is such a, I don't know if cultural phenomenon is the right word. It probably isn't. But it's just such an issue where no one ever thinks he's Tony Hawk. But he is. Here, I have a couple. I'll read really quick. Um, So (laughs) this one is uh, TSA agent at the airport checking my ID. Hawk, like that skateboarder, Tony Hawk. Me, exactly. Her, cool. I wonder what he's up to these days. Me, this. (laughs) Because, <laughs> like, his, his passport or, like, his Nexus card, whatever, it would say Anthony Hawk, I bet. So, like, <laughs> Anthony, not that far from mm-hmm. Tony. Like, oh, my God. This one is so good. Kid at skate park. Are you Tony Hawk? Me, I am. Him. No, you're not. Me. Okay, I'm not. Him. But are you for real? Me. I am. For real. Him. I thought you'd look younger. Me. 
Me too. (laughs) 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 It's so good. Oh, I just, man, the Tony Hawk saga, saga, like I, I love it so much. I'm wondering if I can find that one really quick so I can quote it better. Mm. But I'm like, oh, oh yeah. Okay. Going to teach my kids, one, not to talk to strangers. (laughs) Two, who Tony Hawk is. Three, Tony Hawk is not a stranger. You can talk to him. Do not embarrass this family. <laughs> I love it. <sighs> so yeah. good. So anyway, if you're on Twitter, follow Tony Hawk. And on our Instagram page, I'll post the the thread on uh, the account Upworthy that posted it today. So, oh, it's so good. Because it's so good. It's so good. Huh. Well, Wiggles sufficiently Wiggled out. out. <laughs> Alrighty, guys. Today, we're talking about our third theme. We're talking about things that we just like. Yeah. And something that Martha and I love is bread. bread. Let's talk about bread, baby. Let's talk about you <laughs> and me. Let's talk about all the good things and the not bad things that can be. Let's talk about bread. Yes. Little bit, little bit. <laughs> do we um, need to copyright that i don't think so i don't know i mean i don't think so please don't sue us um but bread more yes, importantly yes. that it isn't it is hot take number one of the episode bread is not bad so get that dirty foul language mm. out of your mouth bread is brilliant mm-hmm. unless you have celiac disease like my dear friend Alyssa savage in which case bread is awful and i hate Aww. that word. but that's very considerate <laughs> But for everyone else out there, stop, stop saying my love is bad. Amen. Amen. Martha, how do you feel? Well, that's something we talked about. It's so funny because this could really be the simplest episode. Just like we like bread, period. But (laughs) I know I'm like, it honestly is like a weirdly controversial statement. Um, And so I feel like, I don't know based on how we've grown up it would like started with stuff like the atkins diet like south beach diet and then paleo was so huge i think still it is big people still do that and like now keto i'm like everyone tries keto Mm -hmm. or like every stinking suggestion on my instagram page is like keto transformation keto changed my life and well going with that idea of like the fad Mm -hmm. diets i had seen a tiktok (laughs) one tiktok reference Mm -hmm. already um and it had said like tell me you grew up around toxic diet culture without telling me you grew up around toxic diet Mm. culture and then it just showed pictures of like the atkins cookbook and the south beach diet cookbook Mm. and slim fast milkshakes Mm -hmm. and i was like oh that was that was my childhood because that's what everyone around me that's what all the adults around me were consuming because they were all being told that bread was bad but i have always been a rebel (laughs) So I ate it. And I ate a lot of it. Well, and it just follows like such a trend in, obviously this is like, we could turn this into an episode about diet culture, but in dieting, how like, like the fat free fad, that was a big one when I was a kid. I feel like everything was fat free. And then you go into Mm -hmm. like anti-sugar, anything that has sugar, cut it out of your diet. And then now it's like anything, I feel like the big overarching word is like carbs but I feel like more pointedly, it's like people can't, you're not allowed to eat bread. Bread makes you fat. Um, mm-hmm. And that's not what we're about here. So, 
No, like, I feel like if you're coming into this episode being like, ah, these are two girls that hate bread, you clearly don't know anything about us and haven't listened to a single episode because we're going to dive in later on how my love affair with bread got me my first love affair. Wouldn't that be funny if that was your assumption about people? You look at someone, you're like, they hate bread. I can tell. They look miserable. (laughs) I mean, a few people come to mind. Oh, man. But, yeah, and going with your thing of, like, carbs versus mm-hmm. bread, um, I have never really understood. I feel like there's a trend right now where people do lists of, like, things that don't make sense to them. At least they do that on TikTok. Mm-hmm. Ooh, reference ding, number ding. two. Um, <laughs> and every time I see one, I just scroll away because I'm like, oh, I don't need to hear you explain things that I also don't understand but I also the other half of my brain is like oh Becky what would be on your list because there are just things in this world that I can't think about because I just don't Mm. understand it and honestly the Canadian food guide is hating me right now because the Canadian food guide does not make sense Mm. not so much the triangle doesn't make sense but the terms when people are like "Ooh, then you need to have a carbohydrate Mm. and then you need to have a complex carb and then you need to have a grain and I'm like can I just have a balanced meal that's very colorful and pulls from all the corners of the plate but when people start weighing like carbs versus Mm. this versus I'm like Mm -hmm. you lost me I just want to eat some bread and maybe a Mm -hmm. potato but you're telling me I can't do that in the same meal. <laughs> sure. But yeah, just wanted to say, guys, I don't really understand carbs. I just love bread. <laughs> fair. Fair enough. I feel like I have a basic understanding just because I did see, like I used to see a nutritionist pretty frequently when I was in college. And it's something that I've looked mm-hmm. into a bit more on like a novice level. But yeah, and this is also a good opportunity for you to listen mm-hmm. to your own body. And if you're like, wow, these girls are spewing nonsense. Um, sure, that's your hill to die on. Um, but, but my love for bread is my hill to die on. So I will talk about all the benefits and beauty of bread. And you are welcome to support us. And you're welcome to disagree with us and still listen. And you're also welcome to not listen if this gives you mm-hmm. any heartache at all. But <laughs> bread is beautiful. Just yeah. like you. <laughs> End episode. <laughs> Just kidding, we're going to keep going. <laughs> no, no, I'm like, oh, look, we've had, we've had so yes. many great finishing moments. People get really caught up in, like, the anti-carb lingo and what things are, like, what things are good for you and what aren't good for you. And I feel like Becky and I are both on the same page of just finding what is right for your body. And like she said, like, we love bread. Obviously, Becky has a friend, and I think everybody knows somebody that bread, it does not work with their body. <laughs> so, and that's okay too. Mm-hmm. So find what makes you feel good instead of f- following trends and fads and things like that are not sustainable and that don't make you happy. So that's kind of our spiel on yeah. on anything diet wise, I guess, for this episode. To like s- agree with you and share my opinion ending mm-hmm. on the diet spiel. I'm just like, I don't know when it clicked. I think it clicked with the confidence when I was kind of like, this is my body and I put things into it and that's fine. Mm-hmm. So my body needs fuel. But at some point it was just kind of like, I'm going to eat what I want because the idea of cutting anything out or restricting it merely as like a form of like punishment or like requirement to change. I was mm-hmm. like, no, I'm not into that. So personally, I show myself love by consuming copious <laughs> amounts of bread. Nice. <laughs> and yeah, just listen to your body and love your body and be nice to your body and, and be kind to it. Mm-hmm. However that looks. Love um, 
making homemade bread, but in a bit of a different variety than Becky, I have a bread maker that I was given, I don't know when, a few years ago, a few years back. Um, and mm -hmm. so I started making, um, basically the only, I've made white bread maybe once, but generally I make like a honey wheat bread in my bread maker. Ooh, oh my gosh. Especially when tasty. it comes right out of the bread maker and it's warm <gasps> and it's hot oh, and you butter it. It's and the butter so good. So that, that is my mm -hmm. all time fave. And because of that, like it's, it's so nice. I usually make it if not every day, every other day. So we almost always have that bread in the house. And so we haven't bought a whole lot of store-bought bread in the last couple years. Um, but it is just like my mm -hmm. number one. Like it is so yummy. So that's, that's mm -hmm. my fave. Becky, oh, man. what about you? We have, well, I'm just thinking we have zero kitchen space mm. here at the house I rent with my friends. But I'm like, hmm, I bake bread from scratch. But now I'm like, I would love a bread maker to just like turn out bread. Perfect bread. So nice. You just it. dump in the ingredients and then like three hours later, you got a loaf yeah. of bread. <laughs> so good. And like that, oh, that sounds so good. Because right now, so for new listeners or people who just don't know me well at all, mm -hmm. I bake sourdough bread. It's like the only type of bread I can make because I've done bread makers because my mom's had them. My sisters have had them. And so I'll make bread maker bread there. But I don't know how to like make a loaf of bread in a right. bowl on my own. <laughs> I just the only kind I know how to make is sourdough, which is great. But sourdough can be a little uh, bit a little of a finicky. drama queen. <laughs> and so I tried to make sourdough this week. Oh. Condensed, heavy bricks of bread and I was so sad because I just oh I have the artichoke and asiago dip from Superstore and I just wanted to dip my fluffy bread in it because I know I can do it and it just she decided not, time, she lady. Like, no, not today <laughs> no fluffy bread for you so I'm like craving bread power don't but give it and it take it away I think is like, but like 100% um something that I'm like the <laughs> one of the few highlights of COVID because it's been weird and it's been fun and we've learned a yes. lot because it's society. Um, it gave me time to bake. And so I started baking croissants. So now I can make so homemade good. croissants. I can make sourdough bagels now, mm. which are a little bit less finicky than sourdough bread. And I can make so good. bread. That's a really good starter one too. I so feel like I see so many YouTube people or recipes that come up. Like if you're mm -hmm. new to bread making, focaccia is really easy. And a nice one to do. Mm -hmm. And if if you make it fat enough, and like honestly you can, just bake mm -hmm. it in like a smaller pan even, um, then you can slice it and it can be a great Ooh. for sandwich bread. Like you slice it uh -huh. like hamburger bun style. I've never even thought of that. That sounds delicious. Oh, nice. It's so good. It's, oh man, my mouth is watering. I need to make bread this weekend. That's um, what thinking I need to of do. sandwich bread, I will say the one issue I think I ever have with making homemade bread sometimes because of the shape of the bread maker it makes the loaves very tall <laughs> and they're a little awkward to cut into sandwich slices um, and so my recommendation is if you want to make homemade or like bread maker bread into sandwich bread bake it and then either put it in the fridge or the freezer to let it cool and then slice it into the the size and shape that you want it makes it way easier because sometimes it gets 
Like if it's just left out, it's a little too crummy or it's just like too weirdly shaped. So going on the bread theme with sandwiches, just food for thought. Man, look at look at us. We're basically bread influencers right now. I'm like, hi, this is my bread haul today. Um, I'm gonna show you how to make sandwich bread and yes. a bread maker. And you put in the show notes, Martha. You're like, there's something so comforting about the smell of fresh baked bread. I love how it fills the house. And then I seriously, trash. it is maybe next to um like pine needle or like Christmas tree smell. I think homemade bread is my second favorite smell. Like it is heavenly. Yeah. So so good. I think I got to do it this week. I think I'm going to make white bread. I have a friend and she has a like nice. delicious recipe for homemade sandwich bread. And I'm putting it on record. I'm going to make white bread this week. Do weekend. it, girl. Do it. it. Does she do have it. bread loaf, like pans <laughs> at her house? Oh yeah, I think we have two pans here. Because we one. make banana bread. Because that's one thing. Yeah, we're like super domestic. <laughs> I thought of, because I'm like, I want to try to make bread in the oven, but I don't have any loaf pans right now. So I'm like, meh, maybe I'll go to Valley Village and try to find some. I was going to say, yeah. check out Valley Village, like a secondhand store. They normally will have them in the back. I think also like if you were to go to Walmart. You nice. Can get, like, okay. Bucks, I'm definitely, probably. I'm going to keep my eye out for those. Yeah. Okay. We're doing it. We're baking this weekend. And listeners, yes. I hope you bake this week. Like, or go treat yourself to like a really good fresh baked mm. treat. Cause a few weeks ago after I got my blood work done, when I found that that was an 11 and iron, I treated myself by going to a bakery in town near my doctor's office and I bought myself three treats and they were none oh, of them were good. And I was very sad. And so I just need to say that as good as bread and baked pastries and treats are, when they aren't <laughs> good, just throw them out. We don't have, we don't have, oh, were they? Crap. <laughs> like, um, I bought a chocolate croissant oh, and it was dry literally dry, like as Blech. dry as like a two day old croissant. So, and I was like, you did not make this today. This is, <laughs> this is not from this morning. Mm-hmm. I refuse. <laughs> um, I bought a cookie that was really interesting. It was almost like, like a care, not caramel. I don't know. It was just like a, yeah, we'll go for the caramel, but like the very like crackly okay. kind of hard crunchy type of caramel mm-hmm. with like all these different nuts in it. And then it was like on a cookie shell. It was very bizarre. That was the only hmm. one I could consume in its entirety. And then the other thing was a Nutella brownie. And it just, I was like, there's no, there's no Nutella. Like it tasted like the brownie that you get oh. in like a microwave lunch. And I was like, if I'm buying myself a fancy brownie, I want to feel fancy yeah. when I eat the fancy brownie. <laughs> I feel cheap. This I came out cheap. of the vending machine. Yeah. And so I just threw them all out. And I, well, I ate the whole cookie and then I threw it the other two. And I was like, well, now I'm depressed so if you're not baking this week listeners treat yourself and if the treat is not good yes redo well i feel like you should put a plug in for maybe the smith's favorite bakery in edmonton right now the duchess the duchess (laughs) i love these right now no like you just need to tell us right in this minute (laughs) never it's an eternal okay, love. Like Martha. <laughs> will never Smith, stop. Yeah. Yes. We have the Duchess. There's two locations in Edmonton. There's like the location where you can go and sit. If mm. it wasn't COVID, you could go sit down and like have a little lunch and get some treats. And then they have a counter um, across the street from my favorite ice cream shop that mm-hmm. I talked about last week. We talked about Kind last week. Mm, delicious. Across the street from Kind is a Duchess counter where they just have like a few Ooh, small I didn't know that. items. Anyways. That's nice. Do they have less of a lineup mm-hmm. than so the other place? Edmonton, um, I think so, mm. just because they have less of a selection. Like, where the other... I can't remember exactly what they sell. I know they sell, like, macarons there. I think they sell mm-hmm. cookies and, like, some croissants and stuff. But it's, it's in this neat kind of, like... It's a gentrified mm. neighborhood. So it's in this cute space where there's, like, a butcher, a coffee shop, 
the Duchess mm-hmm. counter because it is like, like the Duchess a la carte. And then, um, yeah, like Duchess a la carte. And then it's all attached to a, mm. oh my gosh, what is a brewery? And they're all, they're just oh, all nice. together in the same kind of space. Yeah. And so I like don't totally, I've only been there once, but because I just love to consume macarons, I was like, oh, they have what I need. I'm fine. Mm-hmm. So I didn't look too hard at what else they sold. But if you're in Edmonton, listeners and friends and family, you have to go to Duchess. If they have like the macaron sandwiches, you have to get those because they're like the size of your palm mm. and they're delicious. You also should get a croissant from them because they do them well. You should get uh, shortbread <laughs> from them. You should get, oh, I'm like drooling just thinking about it. Their cookies are really good. Their macarons are really good. We just, mm-hmm. we love the Duchess in, yes. our, in our family. <laughs> um, poor unfortunate Samantha lives in Ontario. And every every few weeks, unprompted, I'll just get a text. And bit, <laughs> my heart wants Duchess. I'll be like, mm, sorry. Or she'll get a text. Have you been to Duchess for me lately? I'm like, no, I haven't. But I'll go today. <laughs> yeah. Well, and I love it because she found out about Duchess when she was living in Grand Prairie. So she was living five hours away. And anytime she'd come to Edmonton, mm-hmm. she's like, I have to stop by Duchess. So I was like, okay. Um, so yeah, just know that guys, this one is like ranked high in our books. And I should have gone there. Like honestly, as I was talking about mm-hmm. the bad stuff I bought from that one place, I was like, Becky, why didn't you just drive to Duchess yeah. after and go get some good things? But alas, I wasn't thinking. There you I go. And you hope for the I best. Was it was <laughs> they could have been great. They just weren't. So you yeah. live, you learn. Shoulda, woulda, coulda, but didn't. Good one. <sighs> but yeah nice that's i love it i love bread what do you have any what are your mm, other thoughts what are your other well i had the thought <laughs> going off of our episode from last week about how i'm the anti-gifter um but i think that <laughs> homemade bread is one of the best gifts you can give someone and this is my thought because i'm like mm. all right yes my apparently based on my love languages quizzes um uh, gift giving is like 7% or lower. But I think that homemade bread is such a nice gift because it combines, it combines like a thoughtful gift with time spent and like service given to someone. Cause it's something you can like, it's something you eat. Mm-hmm. It's something that makes you feel good. It smells good. And it's just so thoughtful because it's not like something easy that you picked up. Not that those things can't be thoughtful or nice to get too, but it's just such a nice, nice thing. And I feel like maybe because it's something I, that's so accessible to me because I have a bread maker. That's often like my go-to. I'm like, Oh, I know that person's having a hard time. I'll make them some bread and bring it over and just tell them how much I care about them. So I'm like the gift of bread guys, give it. And I, mm. I don't think I knew that about you. Like I don't, I didn't, <laughs> wow. English hard. I don't think I knew how much you love bread. I'm like, oh, when I bake I it, like it. we all kind of eat it together in Red Deer. But I'm like, oh, Martha, I did not realize. I'm like, I will be baking much more bread because normally I'm like, I can make a loaf oh. of bread, but I feel like no love one it. will eat it. <laughs> so I'm like, okay. Yes. Never mind. We will be consuming much yes, more yes, bread yes. In Red Deer from now on. Evelyn and Nansen <laughs> might not be thrilled about I'm that. I'm into but it. I'm thrilled about that. Let's do it. Um, so just throwing it back to how we mentioned in the beginning, like all the, throw it back, girl, throw it back. (laughs) 
um, to all the kind of like anti-bread sentiments that we grew up in the 2000s. Um, Becky had mentioned like that diet culture of like avoiding bread and using lettuce wraps for everything or finding whatever you could to replace that. And I feel like now even that's so prevalent with things like cauliflower rice or zoodles or whatever, which no hate on those things. If you actually like them, that's great. I would just wish they were called zucchini mm -hmm. instead of noodles because they're not noodles. And <laughs> I wish it was just called chopped up cauliflower because it's not rice. <laughs> yeah, you could just say, we're going to have riced cauliflower. And I'd be like, oh, okay. That's sure. Just be like heavily macerated cauliflower. But instead, <laughs> you tell me we're having cauliflower rice. What am I supposed to understand when that says? No, I don't there's know. no rice, rice in it. It's a lie. <laughs> exactly. It's so I just want things to be called what they are. Okay. Um, but that's definitely something <laughs> that we saw. At least, like I was growing up in the states. But Becky, you were in Italy, so your experience was a little bit different. Oh my gosh! I did not have to mention. <laughs> did it you guys time. know Martha that Becky grew up in Italy? Because she did. But yeah, I just remember growing up, and there was a bakery. We like lived on. <laughs> We lived on the outside of a volcano. Ah. Oh. Ah. It was obviously extinct. <laughs> I was just going to be like on the hill. And I'm like, well, it wasn't like really a hill. It was more of like a mountain, but it wasn't a mountain because it was an extinct volcano. So anyways, <laughs> at uh -huh. the bottom of the volcano, <laughs> in the prehistoric age, there was a bakery. And I maybe I'm like creating more memory than there is worth. Because in my head, we would go like, at least once a week and just like buy a ton of like delicious fresh baked breads and like di just different like yummy things and I remember there being I'll have to fact check this with my mother and siblings oh. I'm pretty sure they were soybean cookies which sounds kind of gross but if I'm remembering it correctly like if they were mm -hmm. soybean because I remember they were delicious and they were my favorite thing to get at the bakery and so yeah I'm just like growing up I feel like in a time when society was starting to hate bread, but living in a place where mm -hmm. bread is like such a pivotal part of the culture. I think that just kind of like was woven into me. And so now I'm like 5'11", Canadian, a single, brought that up too in this episode, guys, just when you thought it wasn't coming. And I'm like 15% bread. I'm pretty so happy about what's it. This, what's the percent? Like our bodies are like 70% water. Then you're like 15% bread. And then whatever's left is muscle. <laughs> <laughs> That's all she's made and, of. <laughs> and only muscle. That's it. That's all I am. Um, but yeah, so I don't know. For me, I'm just like, bread has always made me happy. Like, thinking back to like a, a, wee a child, a wee mm -hmm. little one running on the side of a volcano. <laughs> Till now. I'm like, it, it keeps making me happy. Except we did have a rocky partner dun, dun, dun. when bread tried to kill me. <laughs> tell us about it becky um <laughs> oh, i thought you'd never ask um if you've been around for the therapy episode then you heard that i one day had a bread bomb in my hands sourdough starter i don't have to get into the specifics of it point is couldn't get the lid off the jar the sourdough starter was expanding had nowhere else to expand to and the baby burst <laughs> um and it deep cut it cut you deep kind of have like a hot scar from it but it cut me deep. I was able to make to my bathroom barefoot. To this day, my roommate, Michaela, who was there when it exploded, she's like, how did you not cut your feet walking <laughs> to the bathroom? And I'm like, honestly, that's a very good question. Because mm -hmm. <laughs> it was like glass shards everywhere. 
Um, but yeah, I went and I looked in the mirror and I was like, oh, not only can I, do I have a cut on my face, but I can see things mm-hmm. coming out of my face. Like, mm-hmm. I don't have to, yeah, y'all know what I'm talking about. It was very deep. So mm-hmm. I was like, I have to go to the hospital. Um, and then on the way there, I was like, wait, I don't have time to wait in lines because yes, mm-hmm. Canada has free healthcare, but sometimes you have to wait. And in that moment, I was like, oh. I don't want to wait in the ER. We'll just go to a walk-in sure. clinic and I'll just get stitched up in a walk-in clinic. And for those of you that have been listening, this is how the doctor entered my life. Um, <laughs> so, so yes, I had two roommates with me. Jill had the car. Michaela was there for emotional support and like I just needed all the help I could get. So Jill was driving us and I was like, let's go to the walk-in clinic. My friend knows a place where she went and she got, like her roommate got mm-hmm. her finger stitched up. So this place obviously does stitches. Let's go. So we roll up. I'm covered in gobbledygook from the sourdough. I look like a hot mess. And um, the nurse was like, yeah, let me see your chin. She's like, okay, I think the doctor should be able to stitch it up. I'll put you in a room. And then, like, if he is, he is. And if he's not, he'll just refer you to the hospital. And I was like, sounds good. Great. And then I didn't want my friends to just be, like, in the waiting room. Because I was mm-hmm. like, you know, sometimes you can be at the doctor's office for hours. And I also didn't mm. want to be in a, in a room by myself alone. So I was like, hey, guys, like, come with me. So the three of us go into this procedure room, and I'm just, like, laying there. And this man comes in. Because I just have this vivid image of the picture one of them took of you standing there with, like, a, a kitchen towel, like, a bloody kitchen towel on your chin, and you're covered in dough, like, all over <laughs> <Yeah>. you. <laughs> Michaela, Michaela took that picture, and for context, Jill is sitting on the chair behind me. Uh-huh. <laughs> so, like, that's, that's all of us. That's the whole dynamic. Um, so yeah, we're in the procedure room and I'm just like laying on the bed because like, you know, it's like one bed, one chair for the patient, one chair for the doctor. So I was like, now you have three girls in this tiny room. So I'm like laying down, have this cold, Mm -hmm. wet rag. Yeah. Like you said, kitchen towel pressed to my chin and this incredibly attractive brown man walked in and I was like, oh, hello. (laughs) And and he like looks at my chin I wish today I'm like I wish I could remember what we talked about I wish I could like what he said he probably said nothing he was probably like here's this <laughs> hot mess of an individual and covered in sourdough <laughs> dough so, yeah like sourdough goo like, does fermenti- not smell good guys like it doesn't wheat. <laughs> so he like moves the dish rag and he's like oh yeah like I can stitch that up it'll just be a couple minutes and I, so I'm like oh he must like have other patients so I'm like okay no problem so he leaves and I'm like I remember looking at Jill and Michaela and I just went <laughs> oh my gosh he was so hot (laughs) and like jill had a boyfriend at the time and i think he just like wasn't michaela's type so i think i think they were just kind of both like they're like becky you're delirious you're injured (laughs) well and so then like what i love is like he comes back i've had stitches in my forehead and i've had stitches in my foot so i'm very used to like the pain and i hate Mm. the pain because the anesthetic like then the way they numb you is just it's the worst and so he comes in and it's on my chin. Um, and so he's stitching me up and I'm laying down. And I think one, I was like squeezing one roommate's hand for the anesthetic because it just mm-hmm. hurts really bad. And then I don't know who was where, but you know, we're all there. And <laughs> my favorite way that this was like retold to me after the fact, because Jill and Michaela mm-hmm. at this point both knew that I was like very attracted to the man who was stitching up my face. Um <laughs> They are just, like, the best hype girls any girl could have. Because they kept being, like, after we left, like, Becky, the way he just, like, brushed the hair out of the way and, like, pushed the hair behind your shoulder so you could, like, get a clearer view. And, and then you could stitch it up. It was just, like, nothing's in your ear. It was really nice. And I was, like, 
I'm like, oh my gosh, she did that? <laughs> like, literally, he was just like, her hair is covered in sourdough. Her face is covered in sourdough. She's bleeding all over my room. <laughs> I'm like, oh my gosh, she brushed my hair. That's the way. It's not. Oh my gosh. So, <laughs> you're probably like, Becky, where is this going? You've been talking for too long. Don't worry. Tell I'm going to keep talking because there's more to this story. Um, yeah, so that was the stitch up. And then I had a phone call. And it was just like, hey, like, da 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 da. Um, we just want to confirm your appointment. This was on a Saturday, by the way. We just want to confirm your appointment for Monday. And I was like, I didn't make an appointment yeah. for Monday. And they're like, oh, well, you're in the doctor's calendar. And I was like, mm-hmm. he must like me. <laughs> was that genuinely your first time? <laughs> and then I was like, do I go? Oh, yes. Martha, at this point, I had watched 14 seasons of Grey's Anatomy. <laughs> I was pretty sure there was some me. chemistry. It see me again. all in my head. Oh my I was like, oh, I'm in the doctor's calendar. Okay. Um, so, so I, like, show up on Monday, um, and I was like, oh, I should look nice. You know, <laughs> got to look put together. I'm not covered in sourdough goo anymore. Oh, also, I need to give a quick shout-out to then my friends brad and michaela because jill had to go to a bridal shower for her Mm -hmm. now sister-in-law so we we had delayed her with my minor injury but i couldn't get my Mm. stitches wet and i was covered in sourdough goo and so i needed to wash my hair some way and so we had this one Mm -hmm. bathroom counter in one of the bathrooms at that house i lived in at the time that was like really really long and the sink was at the end of it so i just laid on the bathroom counter and brad and michaela washed my hair and i was like that is the that is the single so nicest nice. thing anyone has ever done for me. <laughs> um, but yeah, so fast forward to like getting that phone call, and I was like, "Oh, what? I didn't make an appointment." And they're like, "You're in the calendar," and I was like, "Ooh, it's love." So, <laughs> so I like roll up to the appointment looking nice, um, and he was just like, "Oh, yeah, like just wanted to do a ch- like do a checkup and like see how the stitches and like just see how like." the wounds are healing and everything and I was like okay yeah here's my face um and then he was like oh and so like are you working or in school like what do you do like where are you from what do you like to do and I was like oh <laughs> it is love uh, <laughs> so yeah I we like he checked out the stitches for 2.5 oh seconds goodness. and then we chatted for like 45 minutes so I'm like Maybe um maybe there's a problem with Canada's healthcare system because uh someone was waiting in that waiting room and I couldn't no y'all know he cleared his calendar (laughs) and then he was like hey come in on Thursday and I'll take the stitches out but come Thursday I was like I don't know if I'm ready to see him again like I'm kind of nervous like how do I flirt like what do I say (laughs) so I straight up canceled the appointment. Because I was like, I'm not ready. I'm not ready. Uh-huh. And then I booked it for like two days later. I just like needed to like hype myself up. So, so yeah, I go back for the stitches removal day. Um, and he was just like, yeah, just, we're going to take out the stitches. And I was like, okay, great. And then he takes them out under three minutes. I chat with him for mm-hmm. an hour, like not an hour, an hour is extensive, like 30 to 45 minutes. And at this point, like, he's talked about traveling. I've talked about uh-huh. him in Italy. He's been to Italy. Like, we just, we, you know, we're vibing. We're vibing, ladies and gents. And uh, <laughs> I said the single most ballsy thing I have ever said in my life. Because in my head, I was like, is this, is this attraction? So like, <laughs> clearly, you don't need to see me for this long. <laughs> so, so he had mentioned mm-hmm. that he was going to Turkey for six weeks. And I was like, okay, cool. But in my head, I'm like, uh, this isn't my doctor. I don't know this man. I don't even know his first name. 
and like I'm never gonna see him again he's going away for six weeks so we've had like these like two fun flirtatious <laughs> encounters and then one where mm-hmm. I smelled like beer but you know other than that we'll go our separate ways but I was like a girl's gotta know a girl's gotta know so I said very proud of myself to this day I was like well so the audio got a little fuzzy here so I'm just gonna add this part in but what I said was well I guess I'm gonna have to get cut in six weeks so we can keep having these fun little encounters still proud of it to this day so proud and he said you could just text me (laughs) so Fast forward, like, many mm-hmm. months. He went to Turkey. I went to Grand Prairie. Lots of things happened in the mix. But finally, we were together again in Edmonton. And, uh, yeah, we went on a date. He had a very nice brand-new Mercedes. We uh, we went on, like, a date to a movie. It was a scary movie. I won't say the name of the movie because people will be like, wow, oh, but you're so... I'm such a baby when it comes movie. to scary movies. It was scary I... to me. <laughs> <laughs> the smallest thing is too scary for me. But at this point, I want the listeners to remember, at this point, I had only ever kissed yes. someone for that Middle Sister Mary YouTube show I was in. And that was, like, a very planned, performed, or, you know, choreographed kiss. So we pull up at my house after that movie, and I'm like, oh, my gosh, I think people get kisses at the end of dates, but I don't know. I've never been in this position. And I was like, this is me. And I was like, oh, this is very much happening. <laughs> and I was, like, just, like, really disoriented and very, like, thrown for a loop. And so I just kind of, like, wormed my way out of there. Thanks I was like, for the see, see you never. But then we went on a second date, and I was like, we like had planned to go on a date again, and I was not feeling oh. good. I was like kind of sad and just like stressy and depressy with school back then. And I was like, hey, it's not gonna work. Like I'm not feeling so hot. I'm just not feeling it. And he's like, well, like have you eaten yet? Also, gentlemen nice. of our 15% listeners, because we've gone up 2% in male listeners. The most attractive things you can do are a, don't take your phone out when you're hanging out with a girl, and b, <laughs> those three words, have you eaten? So hot. <laughs> He was like, have you eaten? And I was like, no. And he's like, well, let me take you to dinner. And I was like, okay. So we go to dinner. We go to a restaurant. And then he just says these words I've never heard anyone say. Have you had the filet mignon here? And I was like, not here. No. Or ever. So we had a very yummy filet mignon dinner. And then he took me home. And this time I was like ready for it. I was like, yeah, I want to kiss him. I'm feeling it. And um, that. And then I made out. I made out with the doctor. His brand new Mercedes Benz. And uh, that will be. That will be on my tombstone. So. So when I say I love bread, I mean, I love it because it makes me happy. I love it despite it having <laughs> yes. tried to kill me. I, love I feel like we could just condense this kiss. episode to this. This would be good enough for me. <laughs> <laughs> I just feel like, yeah. No, know, that bread could get you there. opportunities will come and knock him. But just, <laughs> whatever it is. just everyone oh, shoot it. your thought, whatever it looks like. So and good. take it wherever it comes from. <laughs> I love but that's it. me. Those are my thoughts yes, on yes, bread. Yes. Thank you for letting me share those with you, Martha. So and all good. of you listeners. <sighs> we should okay. just go into the things um, that we like. Do you want to go first? <laughs> yeah. So this week, something that I like, yeah. I'll just, you know, jump on here because you have a list. So let me get the short one out at the beginning. Um, I am really liking The West Wing. It is old. It is 100% not new, but it has just been very fun for me to watch. It's I have a friend and he has like an online platform not like a streaming service you can subscribe to but he has it and he like downloaded it for me so I can just watch it there and yeah 
honestly, I'm just really enjoying getting to like learn about American politics in a way that makes sense with like a little bit of drama, a little bit of romance. West Wing is definitely Aww. the so good. I have I like a handful of friends who are deserves. obsessed with that show. I've never seen it, but I've only ever heard good things about it. It's so good. It's I I really am enjoying it. It's like mm. I have to watch it slowly because if I watch two episodes by the second episode, I'm like asleep because <laughs> there is stuff going on. Politics. In the <laughs> I don't understand. <laughs> Nice. But then there's other episodes where I'm like, oh, that was so fucking fiery. So I'm a big fan. West Wing, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Try to find Good it luck. on an illegal <laughs> website somewhere near you. So speaking of uh, streaming services, this is one that is a combination of love and a little bit of frustration because I know Becky knows this. I don't think I've mentioned it <laughs> on the podcast yet, but I have an, a forever undying love for Joanna Gaines. And she is maybe the one person in the world that I like, whatever, like quote unquote fangirl over. Like there are very few people where I think I'd ever get starstruck over. But Joanna Gaines is just one of those people where I think, man, I just want to be her. I want to be like her. <laughs> so I love her, love her husband, Chip, love Fixer Up, Fixer Up <laughs> for the show. And they recently started up their network, the Magnolia Network. Um, and it's streaming, so this is where it comes full circle. It's streaming on Disney or no Discovery Plus, but it's not available in Canada. No, I'm so bummed about it. <laughs> I follow all their stuff on Instagram. <laughs> and I <laughs> just like trying to get see their little clips. IGTVs. I think that there is Ooh, there's possibly hope come this summer. I think they're like creating their own uh, Magnolia Network app that might be available in Canada where I could watch their stuff. But anyway, that's one. If you're living in America, you can watch their new stuff if you get Discovery Plus. <laughs> and I can't. But I just, I just love them. <laughs> I love their family. I read um, what their book, um, The Magnolia Story, Story, last year. And I don't know. I think maybe part of it is because I feel like their relationship is very um, reminiscent or similar to mine and Logan's as far as their personalities and dynamic. And I just, oh, I just love them and they inspire me. So that's mm -hmm. my first one. Um, and then I had, oh, I do have a list today. Three more. So these ones are kind of combined. Um, I recently finished two books. One, I think I did mention in an earlier episode, but it's called Legacy by Suzanne Mathot. And then the second one is called A Mind Spread Out on the Ground by Alicia Elliott. And they're both um, books about indigenous stories and experiences and trauma, um, healing and uh, reconciliation. And they're so, so good. I would highly recommend them. Um, I, I wish that I wish that everyone would be interested in reconciliation. Um, so awesome. if you are, definitely look into these ones. Um, such amazing stories and really eye-opening things. So definitely check out those two books. And then the last one on a happy note was just an she's a Canadian artist that I found on Instagram and wanted to share. Uh, her name <laughs> is Carly Mercer, and we'll we'll share her on the on the Instagram page and uh, in the show notes. Okay. But she. Um, is doing a series of like Canadian landscapes across the country starting on the East Coast and they're so beautiful. So I just wanted to put that out there and we'll share some of her beautiful paintings. Oh, nice. So check her out. 
I really, really like her. I have no other things. I kept thinking maybe I would have more to add to my list of things that I like, but I think today was just J-Lo a really heartbreak. heavy wiggle day. To, like, a really big day to get the wiggles out for me, but... <laughs> J-Lo don't don't follow her on any platform (laughs) but I will need a cover (laughs) well guys Mm -hmm. that's that's all from Martha and I we hope you enjoyed listening um we hope you enjoyed all of (laughs) follow the bread wherever it takes you guys it will lead you to incredible things